Do hops only belong in beer? Or can you put them in other things? Let's find out. Other things like ice cream, cereal, slushies, slushies, soup, uh, use them on your potatoes, flavored peanut butter, grind them down, turn them into a seasoning, and you just start doing that on all your foods, your soup. mashed potatoes, you already said soup, 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 yeah, <laughs> soup, stew, boil them, mash them. Stick them in a stew. Turn it into beer. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That strikes up actually a funny conversation. So something over the weekend that happened is... We saw John Wick 4. Anyway, go ahead. That definitely happened. (laughs) And that was the best part of the weekend. All right. Um, And we definitely stated that we were going to have a five-minute convo to break it down. It definitely went at least 30 minutes. It really did. But... On that uh, little Lord of the Rings reference right there. Over this weekend, my best friend's kid, who's 10, is going through the same phase that I did a couple years later. And he is Lord of the Rings addicted. He is just, every time he's sick, he's just beginning to end. The Hobbits, Lord of the Rings, all of it. He's just, he's in that world. And so me and him sat down for over an hour straight just recounting our favorite parts of Lord of the Rings. And it was amazing. His eyes bond. were just lighting up because he could tell he had never talked with an adult that was just into it. Oh, man. So he literally told me thank you afterwards. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> what a time. Wow. He even had a thrab brew in his hand. Good. <laughs> Little Elijah right there. <laughs> what a guy. You just, you just seen a younger version of yourself. It was a moment. It was a moment. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. That's cool. So anyways, we're talking hops today. Wait, well, kind of. We're talking about something that has hops today. Things that have hops. That refers to. Hops goes into things. Sometimes. Sometimes. But not all things, as we found out. Yeah. It could. It could. I mean, it doesn't mean it'll be good, (laughs) but you can. Hoppy soup. That's a new one. Hoppy soup. It's one of those that... One of my, um, in Jurassic Park, I don't know if you remember, there's that whole dialogue that they have where they say, talk about how the scientists were so enraptured by what they can do, they never stopped to ask if should they we? should do it. <laughs> exactly. This is what I think about kombucha sometimes. I'm like, should we though? No. No, probably not. It's like, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that have actually requested bananas. And I'm like, no. Trey wanted to do it. I have no idea. I've never, I've not had a banana I mean, kombucha. It'd be easy to process, I'll tell you that much. I couldn't imagine it. It just, just can you? Yes. Should you? No. You can't imagine it though. You don't know. No. Have you ever, have you tried one? <laughs> I think I'll leave that one to you. Which you don't brew any of it. You know so. what? Why don't you make why don't you make two hundred gallons? I'll try it and let you know if it's any good. Because <laughs> we only do we only do fifty two two hundred around yeah, here. So. That's right. <laughs> Anyhow, so we're talking a little hops action, yeah. and uh, specifically, 
we are announcing here on this podcast. We are. This is the first announcement. This is the first. Um, yeah. We are releasing another core flavor to our um, to our can our can roster. List. Yes, um, to which will bring us up to three cores and one rotating seasonal skew. Yeah, yeah. This has been a long time coming. One of really long time coming. It has. When did we begin? We didn't talk about that before this. Yeah. Um. It was actually like kind of on the back burner. Or like it was brought up around the same time when we were um when we moved to Cannes. When we moved to Cannes. Man, so we knew we were we knew we were gonna do it. We've known we were gonna do this. It was just kind of figuring out the um logistics. The logistics, and... the recipe, and uh Yes. When when we were ready to pull the trigger on it pretty much. Yeah, that's right. And it's kind of amazing. Just how much it actually takes to do a release like this. Yeah. Because it's not just, everything's not in your control. You know, you have graphic design, you have, you know, label prints, you have nutrition facts from labs, blah, 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 just so much. And so we had been, um, one, and one of the cool things about this flavor is that we still have our tap room here open on Saturdays. So we still get that kind of customer interaction and feedback on the weekly on all these test batches, like in person, them trying it. And get to see what people are coming back for and what people are liking. And this flavor's just been top of the list of all those small test batch flavors over the past while. And so without further ado, Sapphire itself is going to be number three. Sapphire. Yes. Yes, sir. Sapphire. Um, We're releasing the Sapphire as our third uh, core flavor. And we'd been wanting to do, we used to do one with hops. Yep. The Ruby Cascade. Yeah. This is replacing the Ruby Cascade. Small tier for losing that one. But it is what it is. I feel like the grapefruit hops. Is feels vindicated. I feel like Annie feels vindicated. She she she's does. just like she's like I for her she lost the grapefruit hops. You lost the Ruby Cascade. It's true. You're even. But the funny thing, and Annie is my wife. Yeah. Um, every time we come by the shop, guess the flavor she asked for. Ruby Cascade. <laughs> grapefruit hops. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, she's drinking sapphire. Sapphire every single yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she, her fa- it's her favorite flavor. And so awesome. it's uh it's just a beautifully dry hop. So I guess we can dive into the actual the flavor. We're actually drinking it right now. Yep. And uh do soup. Um it is a blueberries and dry hopped kombucha. And um it's really nice. It just it's kind of inspired by I don't know if y'all have ever had any fruited ales, like fruited beers, basically. Mm. A lot of them get pretty syrupy pretty quick, but if you do have a nice, like kind of like old world styled fruited ale, it has this similar vibe to it. You know, you've got the hops there still, and then you've got like this dry fruitedness, which is kind of what this is inspired by. Yeah. In a way. Yep. And so it's got this really nice, you know, blueberries aren't 
don't have this real heavy tart. They don't have like this really acidic tartness or anything. They're just like kind of sweet and round. They, they almost, when you're flavoring with them, I feel like they're never enough on their own, but they always just complement certain other things so well. That's definitely true. What I like about this one in particular is the blueberries almost act as a like transition point between the kombucha and, and the hops. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just it's real. It sits right in the middle there, and it gives you just that, just the right amount of sweetness to just hover right, right in that middle. Yes, it's really nice. It's kind of the middle. Um, it gives it that slight viscosity, some of those just soft, sweet notes to the beverage, and then you know, with the underlay of that nice kombucha culture that's there, and then you get this. I mean. One thing that we always really like to prioritize in our brews specifically is the aromatics of the brew. Yep. And I mean, I guess we can talk a little bit about, you know, for those that don't know what dry hopping are on here, but the, the hops that we infuse into this, they just bouquet out. I mean, you crack it open and it just smells like a fruited ale. Like the hops just waft out the glass and, uh, provide some pretty rad aromatics. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. And I just like it because you get a similar effect they had from the Ruby Cascade, but without processing grapefruits. (laughs) Or trying to source them, which was the major. Yeah. Which was the major. That was the largest reason as we've kind of scaled up. Yeah. Um, sourcing organic grapefruits in Kentucky for a reasonable price. Yep. Because grapefruit and hops are are a classic combo. Classic combo. For a reason. Yeah. Delicious. uh, So being able to achieve a similar effect, like a similar kind of taste profile, I think is a real accomplishment. Yeah, I've... You know, this one, honestly, you know, it's always the nostalgia of the old brew that always draws you back. Mm. But honestly, I love this one twice as much. Yeah. It just has such a well-rounded flavor to it. It just covers all the bases. You know, you have you have the tart acidity from the booch, mm-hmm. from the culture. You have the sweetness, soft sweetness, not overpowering from the from the berries. And then you have, like, this kind of citrusy aromatics on this other side from the hops and they just blend beautifully and that's the thing that's also like so with the blueberries you don't have like a ton of like tartness in there but there is a little bit there's a twinge of it slightly so you kind of get that so when we did the uh the ruby cascade it was we had the the hibiscus in there and the grapefruits yeah and so the blueberries get to kind of put is like both of those ingredients kind of in one a little bit in there so that's just Another thing that's really cool. It's its own thing. Um, but I just like uh, when I think back to the uh, the Ruby Cascade and what all we're able to achieve with this that was a little bit more difficult with that one or what required a lot more yeah. to produce that one. Yep. is a really, really nice, really cool. Yeah, the blueberries give an absolutely beautiful color as well. I mean, if you pour this out of the can into a glass, like we're drinking the it color, now. The color, yeah is just vibrant, beautiful, and it makes you just want to lean in for a sip. Um, the other thing that I'm so excited about this flavor for is, as we've tried to kind of define the brand, mm. 
we've kind of def- self-defined in the way that we try to put ourselves forward, uh, you know, our core values resonating with brewing culture with being brewers. I'm excited to include a hop flavor back in there because yeah. if there's one ingredient that's probably most like known for like what people know of what it is to be a brewer. It's, you know, obviously people think of beer first and then obviously the next thing they'll think about is hops. Right. I mean, that's the next thing. And so to be able to include a hopped kombucha into the lineup resonating with that culture um, of the brew world is just a super cool thing too. Just on, on that side of things to be able to connect um, do you want to talk a little bit about the, uh, about the hops choice specifically? Cause I know you and Trey kept going back and forth on what you guys wanted to do for the yep. hop, the varietals, those sorts of things. Yep. So we may, so on the packaging, you will see that it says just hops right now. So basically the reason for that is as we scale this bad boy up, I wanted to be able to try, I'll tell you this first, Our, the, the headliner of the hop varietals that's included is Citra. So that is the dominant hop that's involved. Okay. And it's like a 70%, so it's mm. going to be the most. Yeah. But we want to be able to tastefully try out a few others to pair along with it to bring out some other notes mm. as we scale the batch up. So we just reference that ingredient as hops right now. Gotcha. So that we can do that. Yeah. And then once we fall in love with a certain and get get feedback from other folks, you know, along the journey of ones and like log that information, we will indicate which ones we finally go with on the actual packaging. Yeah. So it's a 70% Citra. And on this one, we used a little bit of Amarillo. Okay. So lots of, we wanted something, we didn't want something with too much of a fruitiness to the hops due to the fact that we already have the blueberries. Yeah, we don't need we it. We have the natural blueberries there. And so we wanted something else. So obviously Citra was a go-to and it's just one of my favorite hops. Mm. It just has all that fresh, juicy, juicy citrus, you know, to it. I mean, just like what it, what yep. the name sounds like. And so... Um, we, we pretty much came to that conclusion pretty quick with a lot of the test batches that we did that we wanted to stick with the Citra, at least as the dominant, but we might try to fill it out in a few different ways. We'll see how it goes. When you were doing the, um, uh, the grapefruit hops or the Ruby, like how much experimenting did you guys do with different hops or was it cascade from the get go? Um, well that one was with us since even pre thrive. So, okay. We had created the grapefruit hops even at home for a long time. Gotcha. So I had been using those Cascade, and Cascade already has natural grapefruit fla- mm-hmm. flavors to right, it. Right, So it just made sense, and it tasted great. So mm-hmm. it was like, let's just stick with it. And it was easy to source. Cascade are the most grown hops, I think, in the world probably, yeah. well, at least in volume. And so it was easy to source those, get them all the time. And so, yeah. But as I came more into the beer world and into the dry hopping world, getting to experiment with all kinds of different galaxy mosaics, right. citras, all these azakas, all these different 
hop varietals that are out there. It's just amazing what you can get out of those. Yeah, because I know like as as Trey was experimenting with different ones, he he kept favoring the Citra. I mean, because I remember the one we did with the Azaka. Um, I don't remember us doing. We did we did something very different a while back with uh, with Galaxy and because we, we were yeah play, playing with something with like uh, with Galaxy and Pineapple for a little bit. Oh back then. yeah. Um, but uh, but I remember him constantly coming back with favoring um, a heavy dose of the Citra with these because of that citrusy sort of like middle grounds. Yep. With the blueberries. Yeah, so. it's just a good fit. For it's it. it really yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with the brew. I'm happy how it turned out. I'm happy to get it out there. And I mean, hopefully when this podcast drops, I mean, it's going to be up on the online store. It's going to be starting to make it to our distributor, to all of our distribution accounts out and around. So yeah, um, we're really excited. We're still waiting on the labels. We're talking about it now because they are ordered and we're just waiting for them to get here, and then we can start we labeling. Got the product canned. It's literally it's all ready to go. It's just got to put it together and then send it out. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, as long as all that goes according to plan, um, yeah. they're going to be out in the world. I'm super excited about it. To get some feedback, see what you all think, and see what a lot of our retail partners think. Yeah. We've already had a lot of excitement about it. And like I said, here in house, it's been our number one most popular flavor. So, I mean, it even sells a lot of times more than the blush and the mule. It's crazy. Wow. So, it, I'm just excited to get it out there. Now, when it's uh, like here, when you're selling it, is it mostly people who, is it mostly the, uh, the beer crowd or no. what's no is it do you think the blueberry catches their attention what do you think it is i don't know but it's kind of fascinating the amount of people that like it that don't consume alcohol mm. which is pretty cool like the amount of people that come to us specifically because they're a they're a sober crew they don't drink any alcohol that gravitate towards that flavor is kind of phenomenal yeah. so it's kind of cool to be able to infuse like this hop culture into the non-alcoholic world. And there's all kinds of things out there that people are doing hop teas and non-alcoholic right, beers right. and all these things. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd put, I would put this brew up there with all those other non-alcoholic, um, brews that include the hops. Yep. So especially just that combo fruit and hops. It's just magic, man. Yeah, it is. Fruit and the, that fruited ale vibe. Yep. I'm pretty excited about it. I am too. I'm excited to actually see like, uh, the the label designs actually on the cans, um, and the color and the cooler. our color our co- yeah, or the color scheme that we have for uh for all of our cores is really nice. So They're I'm popping. really I'm really excited to to have this uh inside of the cores and uh, for us to have um the four again yeah because we've been doing the two and then the one seasonal but. I'm looking forward to having the, the three cores and the one one rotating seasonal. Yeah. Again, it just it looks better when it, when it's four of them. I know. I'm yep. excited for it too. Yep. It's gonna be good. Well, we're gonna jump over on the Patreon. We got some uh, we got some other kombuchas to drink. Absolutely. We uh we had some friends through the through the intermails send us some uh send us some brews and so we're gonna jump over on the Patreon and we're gonna give you those raw unfiltered reviews. 
<laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah. So uh, if you guys ever want to join over there, more content, deals, first access, things like that. Um, and if you just want to support this podcast, the easiest way you can do that is for five bucks a month. I mean, the cost of a kombucha. Yep. Um, you can help support this podcast, all the content we bring and all that back end stuff that I just listed down in the link in the description. Um, uh, join us over on the Patreon. We would appreciate it so much. Um, uh, we've been having some good banter over there too. That's what you were telling me. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm getting into fist fights with, uh, with a couple of people. Verbal fist fights. Verbal fist fights. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting criticized. I'm outing myself. I'm also <laughs> giving people honestly what they came for. Just <laughs> verbal abuse. So it's it's great. It's great. And they're yeah. throwing it back at me and it's insulting. So <laughs> but as if I don't get enough of it here. <laughs> at least there's only one of me to deal with now. I yeah. bet you I bet you I'm if I if I check my Instagram ever, um, I'm getting messages from Trey. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, we ship all of our stuff nationwide. Yes, hey, check out the Sapphire. We'd love to know your guys' thoughts. Um, order some be, up. I'm gonna be so mad if we don't get those labeled by the time <laughs> somebody orders them, and it's just more of uh, our makeshift ones. <laughs> but no, it'll it'll be pretty. It'll be pretty. It's gonna be ready for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we distribute regionally. Check the map feature below, link in the description. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Thrapy Kombucha Podcast. And we will see you on the flippity flip. Cheers. Cheers.